0: Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Welcome to our first ever episode of Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm so glad you're here to make progress on your TPT biz. Now, so many podcasts start with an introduction episode, but for our time together, instead of focusing on me, I want to focus on you and how you can start making progress on your dream TPT store. If you do want to learn some more about me, please come find me on Instagram where I'm at the Jillian Fernandez. I'll put that in the show notes because I love Instagram. We're going to be talking a lot about that here. It's absolutely one of the best ways to market your TPT store. Yep. That's right. Market. (laughs) So many of us don't even like to hear that when we're starting our store and that's okay. At first you can get set up and then add that marketing in later. And we'll be talking a lot about that too. We'll probably talk about tacos some too, because I love them even more than I love Instagram. And my daughter is going to show up in some stories as well, because she's a huge part of my why. But what I do want to talk about today is the top five things that helped me make progress with my TPT store and that you can start doing today. And I love practical things. So trust me, this is practical. You can do this stuff. In fact, I'm going to give you an action step for each one of these today. Here's tip number one, though. Don't be overwhelmed by five things that you need to do. It's too many. I want you to just pick one thing that you can start doing today because you can, and it will help you make progress. So starting at number five, don't just watch, start doing Now, learning definitely feels like you're making progress, but it can be an illusion. Almost all of us start here. I know I did. When I first started to take my TPT store seriously, I was stuck in the worst learning loop ever. I thought that before I could have a profitable store, I needed to know everything. So I bought the books, did the research, took the courses, and I wound up feeling completely overwhelmed. Instead of feeling more confident with all of that learning, I started to doubt that I could ever know enough to be successful. And I was right on the edge of burning out completely. In fact, I wasted so much time and energy in that learning, doubt, and overwhelm when I could have been using most, if not all, of that time to be creating and building a store in a way that was manageable and sustainable. Now, don't get me wrong. Being educated, informed, and experienced is extremely important. There is a learning curve to anything new. And you usually need to do some learning, (laughs) but you don't have to answer every question before you start your store. And unfortunately, a lot of us who are struggling or dealing with imposter syndrome do struggle getting to the point of becoming experienced. The learning cycle is very appealing when you're fighting imposter syndrome. It's easier to focus on education and information and never have to dive into those real life learning opportunities of serving a client or selling resources. But now, no matter why you're stuck in a learning cycle, you have to realize that you are stuck and choose to start. Doing something instead. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's hard. And no way in heck do I want you to stay there. So let's get moving away from that place. Here's your one thing to start breaking out of the cycle. Write down one thing that you're going to do this week. No watching or learning. It's got to be something that you will make, create, or promote for your business and then do it. This is one of my big passions, taking action even if it's messy. Now on to number four. Own your unique business. Every business is unique. It may be a tiny difference. I mean, why do you pick one brand of bread or plain old chocolate over another one? Something stands out. Could be price, logo, color, taste. Something pulls you in. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see in owning your own business is that people think it only means your logo or storefront in order to stand out in a crowd. Now, of course, those are some of the cornerstones of branding, but there's more than just that. There's your personal style and your flavor and how you really present yourself to your audience. Really owning your business includes knowing your personal unique why and letting that guide your business and your brand. Now, early on, I let dollar signs pull me away from my true passions. And I spent way too much time creating things that I was technically good at, but I didn't enjoy at all. It was like <laughs> wanting tacos, but settling for nachos. It was a huge distraction and it led to more products that I just didn't want to do. And eventually I felt totally burnt out. Know your why and your passions and stick to those. Focus on those and it will draw in your ideal client. And for today, write down the things that you are most passionate about, the ones where you really want to spend your time, put that list where you can see it often. So you can start weeding out the project and ideas that don't fit this list. All right. Now we're on to number three, let go of jealousy. Okay. (laughs) Yes. This one sounds a little less practical, but I promise you it's not. How you think about your store makes an incredible difference. When you get tangled up in what other stores look like or how much further along someone else is than you, you're going down. But when you collaborate, you've found a powerhouse. It's no more that one plus one. This is one times a hundred. And this isn't just theoretical. So many students in my Thriving Teacher Academy program, which is my signature course for TPT sellers, are actually middle school math teachers. Now that's my niche, so it makes sense I'm going to attract them on social media. But even though so many of them are in that niche, there are no major struggles with competition. Now, if you think this is too good to be true, listen to the story from one of my monthly challenges in Thriving Teacher Academy. The challenge I put before the students was to find other sellers in their specific niche and collab. So create a mastermind group. make ig reels together do a giveaway even just sharing each other's content on social media and the feedback was amazing i was blown away the amount of growth that the students experienced from those collaborations is like no other and i found that in my business too growth personal and business comes from those collabs plus you get a great hype squad too action step then introduce yourself to three people from your niche Start relationships and have an idea of the collaboration that you'd like to suggest to at least one of those. And if you don't know three people, choose one or start doing some research to find your three. Start down that path to collaboration and leave competition and jealousy in the rear view. All right, we're on to number two. (laughs) Create more than you consume. One of my favorite reminders of this is from Milton H. Erickson. He's a psychiatrist and psychologist from the 1900s. And he said, change will lead to insight far more than insight will lead to change. I'm going to say that again. Change will lead to insight far more than insight will lead to change. The best way to get out of that stuck in an emotion or behavior, which often means we're also in a cycle of consuming rather than creating. The best way to get out of that feeling is to start creating, to take action in some direction. It may not be the right direction, (laughs) Heck, it might be exactly the wrong direction, but that's okay because you're going to learn from it. The most efficient way to access profound insight is by trying. The experience of pursuing new reality gives us a clear window into ourselves. Consuming and hoping to find that insight, which way we should be going, it really doesn't do much beyond giving us an idea of what to research next. Great if you're writing a PhD thesis, but not very helpful when you're trying to reach that dream of a thriving store. So change, action, creating, Those are the things that lead to insight, knowing even more where we should be directing our energies. It can help us recognize and acknowledge the blocks that are holding us back. Then you can really take some amazing steps. So for today, write down that big, scary goal or that outrageous product or service that you've pretended not to think about. And the first step you should do is to take it, take that step this week. And now the number one thing that has helped me make progress with my TPT store, be grateful. Yep. Not a course, a planner, or even a specific TPT hack. just gratitude. Sometimes you got to keep it simple. It's been one of the most powerful forces in how I've established a successful business. I've always taken time to step back and reflect on the things that I'm grateful for. So this can be like an amazing email from a student, the ability to go for a little dance break with my daughter, tacos. Did I say those were a thing? (laughs) I mean, this time right here to talk with you. This kind of thing is common enough practice and you probably are already doing this, but if you're not, this is the easiest and most effective thing to start doing. Start giving yourself the moments to appreciate the little parts of you and your business that have grown. And you can do this on the fly. Anytime, even the smallest good things happen. It could be your first sale, your 50th resource, maybe acknowledge and celebrate those little things. You could pick a day of the week to write down the little wins from the week, or maybe just write down one thing each day. And it's okay to have days when that's just a nice warm cup of coffee. (laughs) There's so many ways to start practicing gratitude. And this simple thing can help bring back those feelings of motivation, productivity, and passion that led you to start your business in the first place. To start practicing gratitude regularly, write down or post to social media one thing that you're grateful for today. And if it's this podcast, I can't thank you enough. So that's the top five. Don't just watch, start doing. Own your unique business let go of jealousy, create more than you consume, and be grateful. I would love to hear one action that you're going to take away from this to start doing this week. If you aren't part of the teacher Instagram boss, Facebook group, be sure you join that group and let us know which action you picked the link for that will be in the show notes. I'm so excited to talk more next time. As you continue to grow your business, remember to check the show notes for a list of your action items, as well as links to Instagram and our Facebook group. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all new episodes, leave a review if something resonated, or even just send me a DM. Thank you so much for letting me into your business and your life today. We're going to love growing together as you create a profitable and sustainable income, selling your teaching resources or services. I am so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. I'll see you in the next one.